0: Good morning, everyone. Just want to welcome everybody here again today. For those who don't know, my name is Jeremy Perez. Um, the selection of today's title has really nothing to do with the hurricane. I, I had actually been thinking about this for, for weeks um, because of most of what I speak about is usually internal to a situation or things that I'm going through or my family's going through, uh, and this subject was no different. And. Uh, so it coincides ironically with the the hurricane that's Matthew that's hitting the United States and as we talked about the devastation that we've seen and uh as far as our situation and how it relates and we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later but <clears throat> we're generally private, you know, I think our family we don't uh disclose a lot of things be it things that we're blessed by and obviously we give our thanks to god and and those type of things but for you know my job and things like that i've I've never want to be one to be boastful about where we're at but always be thankful for it by the same token when we struggle sometimes we sometimes keep that private as well too and i'm not saying it's right or wrong just to give you an idea of who we are as a family or who i am And of course, obviously, with the, you know, how it coincides with the, the hurricane at Matthew, that's nothing new to a lot of you guys here. You know, we haven't experienced a hurricane, only been here five years. Um, thankful for that we haven't. But you guys have obviously lived through several and could tell numerous stories, and I've heard some from you guys as well as coworkers as well. But if we could, let's just uh, open with a word of prayer, if you would indulge me for a moment. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you, Lord, um, asking to be part of this service, Lord. We know that you are, as, a, as the scripture tells us, where two or three are gathered, you are here in our midst. But Lord, we ask your Holy Spirit to come upon us, to come upon me, Lord, that the words that I say will come from you, to use me as a vessel so that it may be heard and be received. In Jesus' name, amen. So we want to open up with Matthew 14, 22 to 33. I'll put it on the screen as well, too. It's a little hard to read. There's a lot there. But I'm going to read it. It's an NIV version. I know some people prefer a different version, but it's just general. uh, Using NIV, it's just easier for across the different interpretations. Verse 22 states, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat, go on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat, walked walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind... He was afraid, beginning to sink in the water. Obviously, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught him. said, you of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? When they climbed into the boat, the wind had died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. Now, while I'm sure we've read this passage many times, right, we've heard it said to us, we've read it many, many times, but it's the base scripture that I want to focus on today. And I think when you read scripture, you get different interpretations of the scripture depending on your situation, right? And I think this one spoke to me differently than the way I've read in the past because of our situation. But picture these grown men, these men, I would roughly say in their 30s, maybe late 20s, mid 30s, followers of Christ. They've seen him do miracles. So these are strong men. These aren't men that Jesus chose as men to not do or not be disciples of of his. And they were scared. They saw this figure walking to them and cried out, it's a ghost. They were terrified, I mean, that's what it says, that they were terrified and cried out in fear. Now, I've been scared before. I think we all have, right? Fearful for different things, somebody jumping out of a closet trying to scare you, ha <laughs> ha, funny. Scared because you know, you're driving a car with your dad who's kinda lost his ability to drive to what he used to, or mother, if you will. Um, I've been those kind of scareds before. But I've, I look back on this and I try to remember, have I ever cried out in fear of my life? And I don't think I ever have. And I'm not to say that I'm making fun or thinking that these guys weren't brave or however you want to say it. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I'm saying the opposite that these men were so scared of what they saw coming at them that they cried out in fear. So that just tells you the level of fear they had in them as they see Jesus walking through them, not knowing it was Jesus. That's, pretty, that's a pretty good amount of fear. And Jesus says, Take, depending on the translations... Take courage in the NIV other versions says take heart or be of good cheer it is i do not be afraid all the translations though pretty much say that jesus says do not be afraid so he's specifically addressing them because he can see their fear he heard their fear heard them cry out do not be afraid This obviously calmed him down. By what, based on what Peter said next, because he went being very fearful, that he cried out, or not sure Peter cried out, but some of them cried out. But he went obviously very fearful to the point of where they cried out, to the point of where they were so calm at that moment. Then then he says, what Peter says. But can you think of any situation that you might have been in where? you were afraid but you didn't know what it was in front of you but it turned out to be something from God or God I I mentioned before when I spoke previously that I was fearful to be be part of God's ministry even though God was calling me and I was fearful what I was afraid of I really don't know but in my mind I felt like I was going to be missing out on something or not be part of something and I was fearful of it and that, and ashamed of it ashamed of it now because of what I didn't do and what God was calling me to do. But I'm sure we can all relate to being fearful of something and realizing later that that was really God and that we shouldn't have been fearful of it. So they went from the lowest of lows, where they're scared, as scared as they could be that they cried out, to being relieved. I mean, that's a pretty big swing of emotions, to be fearful for your life one minute and then realize it is the son of God walking towards you and you're the calmest you can be. I can't even, put, I can't even relate to how much of that swing is the pendulum from one versus the other because I, I just can't imagine it. I can read about it and I can think about it, but I really can't put into words on how big of a, a, a difference it is from your adrenaline and all those things of you're fearful of your life to one minute and then all of a sudden it's gone, swept away, and just have a calm because, oh, that's... Jesus, whew, I, I can't imagine that. So at that moment, Peter went from being frightened and scared to what we talked about. And this is after, if we turn to uh, Matthew 8, 23 and 27, or 23 to 27. Well, this is after they've seen Jesus calm the storm. He got, I'll read it to you. I'll give you a minute to get there. It's Matthew 8, 23 through 27. It says, Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came upon the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went down and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. He replied, you of little faith. What you, why are you so afraid? Again, Jesus is questioning, why are they afraid? And again, saying, oh, they have little faith. Then he got up, rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and waves obey him. So Peter had seen this previously. He'd seen what God, or what Jesus had done. He'd calmed the storms. He controlled the wind. He controlled the waves. And at that moment, he went from scared, from being scared, to being comforted. Now he wanted to prove his faith. So what's he do? He asked Jesus, Jesus, call me. Tell me. Other translations says, command me. Tell me to come to you on the water. What would Jesus say? Come. So he jumps out immediately. And he starts walking on the water. And he came towards Jesus. Think of a time where you've asked Jesus for something. Or ask God for something in your life, job, relationships, work issues, kids, school. Oh, just get me into this school. I just got to get into the school. And you get into the school. Or just give me this job. And you get that job. Or you get that promotion. You have faith. God gives it to you. You have it. I think we can all relate to some, something that we've asked for and we got because of our faith and our belief, just as Peter had at that moment. So he gets out of the boat. He starts walking on the water. He starts walking to Jesus. Now imagine what Peter was thinking at this point. I mean, here he's doing what Jesus did, did, just did after being scared after being fearful of what they thought was a ghost being terrified to now he's on the water he's walking to Jesus I mean he's a man right and as men we could probably relate a little bit more maybe than women that'd be pretty cool I mean I'm walking on water I'm doing what Jesus did because he told me to and I asked him he told me to so I know I got this Now, it doesn't say how long or how many steps that he took. In my mind, I'm imagining four, five, ten steps maybe, the most. Because once he got past that initial, I'm doing this, I got this, he starts, he does what? He sees the waves, or he sees the wind. He feels the waves, takes his eyes off. And he starts to sink. So how many times, like we talked about, that you may have asked for something. You got it. You're doing it. You have it. Work. Relationship. Friends. Kids. School. And then all of a sudden it just seems overwhelming to you. What did I ask for? Why? Why is this happening to me? You just feel the weight of it just on you, and you just feel like you're drowning, that you're in this storm, and you don't see any way to getting out of it. And so Peter, as he starts to sink, he's afraid. He loses his faith. He's right back where he was, 30 seconds ago or 40 seconds ago when he saw Jesus didn't know who he was he's right back to being afraid he cries out Lord save me save me His Eyes focused elsewhere. He concentrated on the wrong things. That 60, 60 seconds, minute and a half max between the time that he was terrified of seeing Jesus, thinking it's a ghost, to being calm, then being confident, asking for something, receiving that getting afraid again, calling out to Jesus again to save him, that 60 seconds or however long that took, that's a microcosm of what our lives are. Because we go through that, we're human, and we go through those constantly, that we think that the problems we have are not fixable. We, you know, we talked about seeing God before and being scared of what it really was or not thinking that it was God. Then being comforted in knowing that it was God. And then being confident to ask God in faith for what we wanted and getting what we wanted. But then as a few of the waves hit us and the wind picks up a little bit And it feels like we're sinking. We cry out, Lord, save me. You know, I mentioned that about our situation. And uh, recently there's been some a potential opportunity where we may not be in uh, this area anymore. And that's difficult for us to accept. And we feel like sometimes it was a storm. But the sun doesn't have to always shine to give God thanks and praise that there may be dark clouds. And we still don't know where this will take us. We are open to whatever God wants before us. But we we've been very happy here. We've been very happy in this church and we made a lot of great friends and a part of our family that we just wanted to be faithful and open to what God wants for us. The Bible is full of passages that you can open at any given time, read, and be comforted in. Psalms, these were some that I read this past week, Psalms 91, 1 through 5, says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. And under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night. Nor the arrow that flies by day. Also in Psalms 107, 28 through 31. So then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper, the waves of the sea were hushed, they were glad when it grew calm, and he guided them to their desired haven. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. through all that experience that they had in those minute and a half, 60 seconds. The last verse, I think, signifies to me where we, what really we should take away from this experience, at least it did for me, is when they climbed into the boat, the wind had died down, then those who were in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. Because even in the darkest part of the storm, we can and we still need to give God praise. They worshiped him when they were in the boat and when they had time to reflect. And I think that's the takeaway for us, and for me specifically. There was a song that uh, I asked Neil to, if the worship team could have ready, um, and I, I know sometimes I ask Neil to do that and don't give him enough time, so I give him a lot of credit for accommodating. But it's called The Eye of the Storm. And when I heard it, it has a big impact. It did for me. I'm just going to read a, the, the chorus lines. It says, In the eye of the storm, you remain in control. In the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You alone are the anchor when my sails are torn. Your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm. I'm going to ask the worship team if they could come up, please. as we get ready to sing this last song I ask myself what Peter am I? Am I the Peter that's afraid because Jesus is coming at me but I don't know that's Jesus Am I the Peter that's calm and commands or asks Jesus to tell me where to go cuz i got faith that whatever you answer i'm going to do are you the peter who has taken his eyes off jesus and you feel the wind, you feel the waves you feel like you're starting to sink Are you the Peter who says, Lord, save me? Because I can't do it no more, Lord. If you feel you're sinking in, in a storm with a sickness or pressure, work, relationship, school, anything that you feel, as we sing this song, Let's use today to let go of that, whatever that burden is. See, the thing about when you have the Scripture to turn to, you can turn to it, and then it can relieve you of that burden, even if it's for a few hours, a few minutes, because we're human. It's going to come back. You're going to feel that way again. But we get back into the Word. We get back into prayer and let it go. So as we sing this song, I want you to pray. You can pray where you're at, or if you want to come up front and want to be prayed over, I'm going to ask Brother Frankie, Dave, and uh, anybody that wants to come up and pray over anybody, come up and pray. let's leave our burdens here, even if it's just for today, for a few minutes, for a few hours. Because I wanna be the Peter that asked Jesus, that asked God, tell me where to go and have the faith to go. Let's leave here today full of faith, burden-free. And when you feel the wind and you feel the waves, think to a scripture, think to, a, think to something that's going to help you come out of it. Call a friend, pray to let go of that burden. Amen.